Good evening, imbeciles. It is I. We have returned. Episode 48. Prepare yourselves. We talked a lot this week. Spy Family, Episode 7. The Proposal. Yes, that movie. Uh, Moon Knight, a series review, both spoiler-filled and spoiler-free. Spoiler-free at like 18 minutes. Spoiler start with a warning at about 26 minutes in. You're welcome. MCU news, Daredevil, Thor 4, so on and so forth. Grant's review and Chippendale, Rusty Rangers. My impressions of the Psyche K pilot. A non-spoilery review of Ranking of Kings, since Grant finished that, but I'm nowhere near it. Um, I'm up to Neon Genesis, episode 22, very much nearing the end, so I give my thoughts on that. Vampire in the Garden, episode 2, and finally we end on the Obi-Wan TV show, which is going to air uh, you know, shortly after you listen to this. So our thoughts on uh, that upcoming series and our plans to cover it, so on and so forth. Enjoy! Oh, hey there, Grant. Hey, Dave. How are you doing, acolyte of mine? Oh, the acolyte is doing well today. Yeah. I, uh, I've been thinking about this whole synonym for friends thing, acolyte, mm. not so much. I'm just going to call you names from now on, I've decided. That's fine. Um, some, of them, some of them will be positive, others not so much. Take acolyte how you will. Sure. Well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a many-faced beast. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I, I think we should just pick up real quick on the conversation we were having off mic. Yeah, we, we, we totally got like sucked into like podcast talk outside. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, a little inside baseball, but I think, I think it's worth having that discussion here because I'm curious about other people and how they experience stuff. So I was telling you about how I got into the habit of taking notes while watching Neon Genesis mm. and how it's, I mean, for that show, it has, it's probably necessary um, but it, that process of like note taking, just as like my memory gets worse, I don't know if that's just aging because we are kind of decrepit. Sure. Um, but I've just like felt that that has improved my watching experience for a lot of shit. Yeah, well, and, and you know, and, and to follow up with what I was saying is, you know, it's been a very anime light week for me, and mm-hmm. I find my recall in reference like the few, the few things that I watched this week, I've just I feel like I'm way more clear and you know like i said the recall of it and remember exactly what happened but um all this stemmed from spy family which i feel yeah. like i have no recall every week you know since the, at least the third episode i literally have to go back and either rewatch it or 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 look up like a synopsis online like we're loving the show but just like i feel like i can't you know refer back to it as well as i can of you know other shows we've been watching so it's it's, it's weird. I'm very. It's a weird feeling. I feel in my chest about it. <laughs> yeah, like it's fun while you're there. Um, yeah. It. I. I wonder your thoughts on this. If it's like something about light and fluffy shows, like there. My thought is like it's light and fluffy and fun to watch. Like while you're in it. Yeah. But like, does unless it's dramatic, is it is it maybe harder for these types of shows and stories to like make an impact that is super memorable mm. or am I just being like a bit of a naysayer? 
No, I think I think you're, negative Nancy. That's what I was looking no, for. No, I think you're pretty spot on because to me the stuff that is, you know, that does stick out to me and I can remember is the comedy of the show. The comedy moments are those, you know, big singular moments. That, always you know, on, I, yeah. I think, I think about all always on, yeah. You know, Yor has a couple good throwaway one, mm-hmm. uh, throwaway lines, and you know, Lloyd too, less as much. He's very much the straight man, um, you know, which is common fare for this type of show, but. Um, but no, I think you're right. Like the you know the uh, the tension and the the drama really isn't there yet. Like they're still kind of yeah. working their way up to. You know, I think we had talked about this last week. Of like, I understand like the, you know there's the chance of the East and the West. Um, you know, they're at war. I feel like if they had set up the villain like a little more, made him a little more vile and like visible up top, mm-hmm. I think the tension would would be more real. Maybe that's coming. I don't know. But like at this point, I kind of feel like this. It's more slice of life. I understand like the the stakes, you know. So it's yeah, I agree with that. I feel like they're kind of drip feeding us right now on what the plot is. Mm-hmm. Like Lloyd men- keeps mentioning this whole like potential looming war and the the point of the mission, right? Because they've kind of isolated the audience's knowledge to like the mission is just acquire a family or a mm-hmm. wife, then it's a daughter or a daughter, then a wife, whatever, and then it's school, and then it's getting. passing the test to get into school like we haven't had a ton of why Mm. and we're getting that now um but at the same time it's it just doesn't seem like it's that kind of show where you're meant to really hang your hat on the stakes of everything Mm -hmm. right it's about family and comedy and like some fun sakuga moments but like i don't know i'm getting the vibe that if you're really searching for a ton more Mm. you might not find it is that fair what do you think at least yet you know like it's and i think the only reason you and i are even remotely kind of nitpicking with this show is only because they are making it seem like the tension is a big deal Mm -hmm. so like if they had if that was completely devoid like if if it wasn't present at all obviously we wouldn't be thinking about it we would just be completely invested in the comedy and you know the like the slice of life and the romance and all that and I think the show does that better. So when it does get to these like actiony moments, like the show was when there was stakes at the beginning of the first episode, the pilot, which is an incredible pilot. We had talked about you know episodes one and two are both so well, good, so strong because there was like clearly stakes. There was action and there was like kind of correlation to the narrative, you know, like at hand. So, but now it's just kind of like you know we are still at the mission, but it's I don't know. It's I feel weird. I feel like every week we're kind of shitting on this, but we're loving it at the same time. Like, this isn't like my hero where we're watching it and we're like, oh, there's some cool moments, but like, I really don't like what's going on here, you know? It's kind of like a, it's a weird juggling act it, with it's, anime, I, I've, I've noticed, you know? And it feels like it's only, I mean, the ratio is probably insane because I think even we are like relatively picky as far as anime comes. Sure. But it's not you know you can't have an insane batting average not every single anime can be vivi fluoride or mm-hmm. name some other anime contender of the year like they can't all knock you on your ass and then when they don't you're almost disappointed you know what i mean it's it's mm-hmm. a tricky thing like dude you know what i actually watched uh this is so random um but i watched the proposal this weekend <laughs> the ryan reynolds sandra is it sandra bullock romantic comedy from like 10 years ago yeah old never seen it and like and i'm not this is not a dig at at either thing but it reminded me of spy family because i was like this is actually fun while you're in it yeah there's like a ton of reasons to like that movie 
Um, like they have good chemistry on screen. It's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, which like I don't think anybody realized that, that he was going to play every role the same way at this point. It's and then yeah, it's and then is you know you throw a Deadpool suit on top of him and everything works a thousand times better. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they had great chemistry. They uh, had uh, really really good physical comedy in the movie. Sure. Plot probably a little derivative and predictable and i don't think you walk away from that movie saying wow like the story that was told there has really informed my perspective and it really Mm -hmm. challenged me probably not Mm -hmm. but it was a fucking blast and i loved it and it was you know i enjoyed myself day drinking and watching it um but that's kind of how i feel about spy family sometimes (laughs) it's like i'm just gonna enjoy it while i'm here Absolutely, and like in the moment, like this is there were some really really standout moments in this episode. Like, um, I don't know if you caught this, but so like kind of the whole plot of this episode. Anyone listening, obviously, if you haven't seen it, yeah. you know, Anya is trying to apologize to Damien or Desmond, Damien, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, the kid, um, the kid, and you know, there's like various scenes of her looking at him for her point of view, and then later in the episode, we get his point of view. Yeah, and like he's completely reading the situation. Like we see the moment where he thinks like she has a crush on him, but then we see him like recounting these moments and just like his take on the situation is so far off. It's so funny. Just like, and uh, someone brought up on, on Reddit, like the comparison between like what he saw and what she was actually doing was so fucking funny, but um, they're doing really like, again, it's, it's, it's wit studio and Cloverworks. And like for me, at least, especially I now have some familiarity with both studios more. Mm-hmm. And like, this is just like totally their thing, man. Eyes, like they make eyes look so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. holy fuck. like yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It, like, that was a really I'm good, yeah, me too. That was a really great cats and dogs moment. Like we're yes. speaking the same language, but we're not receiving the same messages. Mm-hmm. It's a great. It was like a really great illustration, or a, a great example of how things get lost in translation. Rather, mm-hmm. right? Just like he's interpreting things, and you could see that happening the other way around, but maybe not to her because she's a telepath. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I I enjoyed the episode. I didn't love that. This episode was, it felt like an afterthought of the episode that preceded it. You know what I mean? Like, just because the whole episode is based on this apology that has to take place. Sure. It's like tacking on this thing on this tiny event that had happened in the first episode. That's why, and I'm not saying it was a bad episode. It's just another reason why this might end up being one of those shows that is a better binge Mm. than a week to week. Because there's just not a lot of movement. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. They, you but know. That's the thing. You know, I, I, I do 100% agree. I think this would be way better. I think for at least us, obviously, it would be better as a binge. But, like, I'm not going to go into a Saturday, though. Like, shit, Spy Family is like, I gotta watch it kind of thing. So, it's it's tough, you know. It's it's, it's, it's got its grip enough to be like, no, 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 we ain't missing it. But, like, no, me too. Be the other way. It's, it's, it's funny how it works. It's a total Sunday morning watch for me at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's, uh, it's not getting missed. Okay. Um... I'm debating what to talk about next, but I think I want to talk about Moon Knight. Okay. All right. I, we made the promise of a series review, so I think we should do a series review. Let's do it, yeah. Obviously, you're all caught up. Yep. Um, yeah. I caught up. I was on episode... I had to watch a rewatch video, That's to be honest. <laughs> I, I applaud you. I applaud yeah. you for that. Um... It's fresh for me. I watched episodes five and six yesterday. Okay. Um, So, you know, like, it's over. I think if you're a really big Marvel fan, you've probably watched it. Do you want to do spoiler-free for a little bit and then get into spoilers? Yeah, I think so. 
That's a good idea. Okay, so we'll just start spoiler-free, and I'll, I'll pitch it to you. How do you feel about the series as a whole? This is... <laughs> I think this is a total... As a whole, I, I liked it, but it redid WandaVision, where at the end I just couldn't give less of a fuck. I was like, come mm. on. Like, you did all... Like, and the thing is... I'm only comparing it to WandaVision. Like, I think they're two different shows, but they have similar beats of, like, you know, there's there's a bit of a mystery. Obviously, Moon Knight's more action-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's doing some things, you know, like like WandaVision was doing. It was very, like, you know, let's, let's try some things out. We're playing with some genres. We're, we're having fun with it. There's some experimentation Knight, happening, yeah. And, you know, the Marvel movies as a whole, I think, or, in the, sorry, the MCU properties... I think as a whole are fun and they're they're pretty light, but I think they were really trying to like kind of be a little silly, like and not like in a Guardians kind of way. It was different. It was nice. It was kind of refreshing considering what we had had over the past like few months. But um, and then just at the end, it was just like holy fuck! Like how did the wheels come off the track here? You know, it's just like it, it just kind of seemed a little incoherent, too fast moving. It was only six episodes. It should have been eight. I think mm-hmm. there's definitely some some really bad pacing issues. Probably like episodes, I think just six. I think the last episode as a whole is the worst. The, yeah, the finale was uh, the finale was tough. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's but they did fun things. Like I really enjoyed it. I think I think by the end I was kind of bummed because Ethan Hawke it just kind of became more uh, obvious that like he only had so much to work with, and I was just like, ah, he's just unfortunately he's kind of like every other villain they've put out in the past like ten years. It's a uh, what's the what's the the um, expression? I heard Charles Dance refer to it. Okay. Um, it's like trying to make a silk purse out of a pig's ear. Sure. That's the material exactly just what isn't Hawk there. Was <laughs> yeah. Well, it's and the writing was not great there was like it was very cringy as i find the, these mcu shows have been mm-hmm. um you it's know, not like, the 18 no it's not the 18 but like i don't know regardless regardless it's i enjoyed it it was doing some fun stuff the ending just turned into like a big bad laser fight that i have just no interest in observing like mm-hmm. you know it's if it's not on a big screen and there's like true budget behind it it's just like what's what's the point like why not keep it more grounded if you can because that's where all the good stories were like you know the egypt stuff too was like really you know there's a lot of um i think when they were just trying to do more genre stuff like you know whether it's like uh ex- like indiana jones style like adventure yeah they stuff, had a they had a straight up know? horror f- episode um in there yeah. we yeah, talked about it last week yeah. but yeah but yeah so like as a whole i enjoyed it the ending was just kind of flat but how, how about you like as, as a whole again it's very fresh for you so yeah i think um I think it was better than fine. I think the ending really hurt it. Um, I think, you know, this was like nowhere near a perfect show. I think it has issues you can identify in the pilot and as early Mm -hmm. as the second episode, though the second episode was good. Um, Yeah, probably my highlight as well. Two and five. Two and five. Yes. Five, absolutely. And and we'll talk about that. There's there's a lot in five I I didn't care for at all. Same here. Um, So it's, it's tough. I think... You can, and I'm, you know, I, I really don't think I'm reaching here. I think you have to consider this comment within the very broad scope of the MCU and it being like the most profitable franchise in movie history. I think you sure. you have to look at the big picture. It's difficult now to, to do that with the MCU. But with these last couple, I feel like I'm watching them sort of struggle under their own weight 
of supporting the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, just this fact that Moon Knight was a series that they decided to green light was like people were like, this is a little, this is getting weird. We're really like going into the bowels of their IP. There's nothing sure. wrong with that at all. I think like there's tons of stories that most people are probably unfamiliar with that are worth telling on the screen. Mm-hmm. But I just think that you can see them struggling with this medium. I don't think any of the any of these series have been home runs. I think they're all varying degrees of good. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them are great. Um, but it, it's it's um, it just seems about how to interweave IP into existing IP. I I don't know. I um, I I didn't love it. I felt like they're trying to give every character kind of a great origin story and first villain they have to defeat before they appear in a movie and they gotta hook you and give you a nice cliffhanger and give you enough hints and easter eggs that indicate that it's connected to the rest of the mcu and i I just didn't love it i I will say um i i in all of these maybe not falcon and the winter soldier but maybe no maybe i think that they've taken swings in every miniseries that they otherwise haven't taken on the big screen like they they have definitely experimented you were totally right about that yep wandavision being was wandavision the first show i think it it was and that was like a great way to like show people we're coming to do it different it set the tone of like of expectation also like we're trying there was the very open message i find like we're trying things here yep and you know if like they were going to make doctor strange no matter what but WandaVision was like a good, like, A, it was a good tee up for that movie, which is like their bread and butter, you know, because there's always, it's like you always say, they're always setting up the next thing. Mm-hmm. But also, like, kind of got people a little comfortable with, like, let's just get fucking weird, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. Like, I think Marvel needs more of that. Like, totally. You know, it's, uh, but yeah. It's, it, it's just, it's, let's get fucking weird, but not be too risk averse and mm-hmm. find a way to cliffhang the audience and, but also keep it about as PG as possible and throw in like a potentially world ending event or villain in there so that everyone Mm. can come together you know i'm not saying anything that i think hasn't been said about the mcu right i think all of these criticisms are totally fair and have been mentioned already um to focus on the good i think i think um i think oscar isaac did some fucking work yeah in this series absolute home run on his part (laughs) yeah um i i think like he wasn't really given a, a pig's ear, so to speak, to work with. I think like they knew who they were writing for, um, and he. But I just think that it was an Oscar Isaac show, right? Like there, there are parts of this where they try to. They don't really make it much of a cast show. Like the the wife is sort of there, but the character doesn't get much to do. Um, it's it's, it's uh, anyone else on this show kind of had a rough go. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely, and it's funny because last week when we were talking about Doctor Strange, you had made you had made the comment about uh, America Chavez and how like she, her her sole role was you know plot progression, plot device, choose, yeah, plot device rather you know explaining this thing and that thing and moving on to that thing, and it was funny like I was thinking back when we talked about that conversation or had that conversation, I was like what what else was like recently like that that was Marvel and I was like oh it was Moon Knight <laughs> like yeah and it's just like fuck like why do they just have to put like the wife or the husband character. As that, you know, I understand it, it kind of has to happen with these type of shows, and you know, it's it's hard to like, you know, fault them for that. But it's just like fuck, like. But she was like, she was good. I had never seen her before. I I look forward to seeing her again. Like it's, you know, it's it's one of those things that I think people get a little bit up in arms about. It's not, 
the performance I'm angry about, or or I'm not angry about anything. It's just no, it's not no, the performance no. that's wanting. It's the character. It's yeah. the story. It's the story. There's nothing for them to do. They're just sort of there to vomit exposition and explain why this tomb matters and that one does. You know what I mean? It's like, ugh. I I don't know. I think for me and you know like. If we want to get into spoilers, we can. I don't yeah, how about too much more? We really need to get. Yeah, into. let's consider this the spoiler warning around what are we like 18, 19 minutes in? We'll we'll consider this the the spoiler warning. Go ahead. I, I just think when it comes to these TV shows, I think you know I think there's been enough of them out now. I've seen enough of them. You know, parts of all of them at least. I think Hawkeye's the only one I haven't uh, really touched. Only the yeah. first episode, but yeah, tough pilot. That's why. <laughs> yeah, very tough pilot. But like you know, in Moon Knight especially, and one, I think Wandavision. And and Moon Knight are the two are the big like examples of the quiet moments are some of the best they've done mm-hmm. I think out of this you know TV experiment they've done and then the second it gets loud it's like ah I it's just it's just not there right it's not like loud like it is in the movies where like they have like the budget and they're focusing on making it look good you know and it's just in Loki was the same thing I think Loki's the true outlier where the loud moments did work for it I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just, I wish it was a little more quiet, like, you know, like, that second, I think that's why the second episode of Moon Knight is my favorite, because, like, it's him having those inner dialogues, and even the fight was grounded, it was in, like, an alleyway between, like, him and, like, this fucking jackal creature, and they were doing practical effects, and they, they were really trying, it felt like they were really trying to, like, show, you know, how the humor is wrapped into the, yeah know, the, the violence, and, like, the, you know, the duality of, like, the, the split personality you know, and all that, you know, it's... And then it just it gets away from them. The second it gets loud and like there's purple beams in the sky and like giant demigods and it's like holy fucker. I I was taking notes further to our conversation <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast and I think my notes for episode six are we've got sky beams, the glow disc of death, or the glow stick of destiny, and Layla is an avatar. There's even a CGI god battle. This must be a fucking Marvel finale. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. Yeah. I, um, okay, a little it's good with the boring. bad. It's yeah. Boring, you know? A little good with the bad. I'll say the CG on uh, Amat, the yeah. alligator, was actually good. Um, sure. It is absolutely not a coincidence that she's only ever shown at night in dark lighting and in dark mm-hmm. rooms to hide that, but they hid it incredibly well, and I thought she looked pretty good uh, as a giant, like literally larger than life uh, alligator god come to life. I thought... And- they the did good with that. Was the hippo god who was like yeah. in a big white bright room yeah. and looked great. And, you know, some of the better CG they've to- done. Totally, you're I totally right. As, as a whole, you know, not just in the TV shows, like in the movies, it was just like she just fit in with them. You know, like the. But uh, yeah, they did actually nail that completely. Um, but then they get on the fucking boat, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is boring again. It's like, come on, yeah. like it's just. It's just the bigger they go in on the small screen, the worse it gets. You know, like it's, That's just, a, it's hard. That's a it's good observation. It's hard to get that kind of fidelity at home. You know, it's, I don't know, it's... Uh, well, and it's also never, it's just not good enough. Um, mm-hmm. You can't take those swings. Okay, so wait, let's talk about episode five because, yeah. uh, you know, I, I have to kind of, I'm not going to eat my words, but I will make note that, like, I've made this point on this podcast several times. Like, uh, you know, let's say, unless you're Iron Man or Chris Evans, or, yeah, um, Iron Man or Captain America, you don't really get much of an emotional arc in the MCU. And even then, for them, it took, what, eight movies? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, what you know, what's driving these characters? And again, like, I get it. It's popcorn. Maybe that's not what people are here for. But they made a real effort to do that in Episode 5. Yeah. This, like, Episode 5, 
you know, there's like the stuff on the fucking boat, whatever. Um, but whatever. I, I don't know why I didn't like it. it just, no, it's because it wasn't good. Uh, Grant, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, come on. Like, I, I would have loved like them being trapped in this hospital. That the hippo, yeah, you know, for like a full fifty-eight minutes, or that whatever. might have been, it, it would, you know, the best work they did the whole season. I, I like, they made a decision to be like, we need to explore the root of the schizophrenia, BDO, BDP, whatever you want, borderline personality, split personality disorder, whatever he's got, the mm-hmm. second consciousness. We need to discover the root of it. It has, like, genuine trauma wrapped in there. We see how he meets uh, Ka Kanchu. Like, oh, we yeah. get we get all the answers to the origin. And, and they give us the origin as, like, part of the almost the finale, which I thought was, like, was was nice, you know? Like, that's mm-hmm. how it should be. As opposed to, you know, like, a name a Batman movie where you see the parents get killed in the first eight minutes. Yeah. But, you know, what? like, they... And I thought, like, it, it worked. The whole hospital... As being like this place for his mind to explore the root of all the trauma or the psych ward rather, and Ethan Hawke as the doctor, oh, and and also the best Ethan Hawke we got in the whole series. Oh my god, totally! Like the doctor, right? So it's you know there's there's a lot there's a lot to work with, and I think the other highlight of the show too is the power of editing. Like they you know yes. the fights themselves, I think can be a little too overly edited, but it was smart edits when it was these, again, these slow moments, like these, you know, psychological moments where we're trying to dissect, you know, the, the psyche of, of these care, all these characters. And I really liked how they did, um, just like the subtle, like there's that third one. Yeah. Them, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Throughout the way, you know, like there's some, yeah. like, Oh, it wasn't me. And it's like, Oh, that's interesting. And it wasn't like, me. Uh, Mr. Robot. Addition, yeah. There's an additional two. Yeah, again, they, they wish, but like, you know, <laughs> good, good job for trying. But, uh, no, I, I, like I said, the show is not devoid of, like, quality storytelling. Like, I think that fifth episode is just, like, knocks it out of the park. And then, it is fantastic. It is yeah, by far yeah. the best work they've done. Um, yeah. And, you're, you, dude, you're spot on about the editing. I didn't even think about that. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes they say, like, you don't know it when it's working, right? But they totally nailed that shit. Like, he's coming out of visions as different personalities, and he's arguing with himself. Like, this was, I mean... You have to feel like Oscar Isaac reads this, or who whatever a lister you're approaching reads this, and like I get to do all this, mm-hmm. I get to play all these characters playing the same guy. It's like it's a very rich and meaty, like character piece of like fucking theater to do. And I, you know, we got to understand why he's making the choices he makes mm-hmm. and what's driving him, and that's probably more that you can say for I don't know ninety percent of the characters in the MCU. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. I don't know. I was pretty down with that. Um, that was the highlight for me, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, episode five is just... it's. I think you know, it, it, it would be nice if you could just, like... It's unfortunate. And again, it's a short show. There's not much to catch up on. But, like, if you could isolate that episode and just give it to someone to watch, you know, it wouldn't make mm-hmm. any sense because there is so much that leads into yeah. that moment. But as a whole, like, just, like, it's beautiful. Like, just the all-white rooms, you know, it, it had, like, you know... Uh, not clockwork orange, like, you know, one floor with a cuckoo's nest feel to it, like, mm-hmm. a lot of these, just, you know, the doors shutting, and just the, they do, again, I think this kind of goes into the editing a little bit, and this is really the last thing I have to say on Moon Knight, is mm-hmm. just their usage of mirrors and reflections in this show, that's such, like, an overused trope in all these things. Anytime there's, like, a, a potentially character with mental health issues, like, you know, the mirror and reflection is, like, the go-to one, mm-hmm. and they took every advantage, every time they had it, they took advantage of that scene, and, like, 
used it competently. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like a, you know, like... No, they... You know, it's it was... I don't know. It was, they did the some sophisticated really work, man. You're to- on Reflections. Like, they did yeah. some very legitimate stuff. It's also Marvel, and they have, like, all that money. But actually, uh, again, shout out to the little guy, the guys on YouTube, Corridor Crew. They just dropped a VFX breakdown, and it's oh. fantastic for Moon Knight. Okay. Um, it's it's very very good, um, and they they actually talk a little bit about some of the reflection work that you're that you're mentioning, mm-hmm. and they break down a couple fight scenes and stuff, um, and they might even have a guy from the show on. I, I can't remember, but check check it out if you're interested in VFX breakdowns and corridor crew. But yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for Moon Knight. Um, so. wait, is that best yet for MCU shows? Or I still, I still think Loki is my favorite. Yeah, for me it's. One division minus finale, then Loki minus mm. the finale. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the thing they have. They have a fucking serious finale problem. Which, you know, ironically, the one we haven't fully watched is Hawkeye. And apparently, that's like the best finale out of really. The, I am the but. Well, that's what I've read. I think there was like I think it might be relied a little too much on guest appearances and stuff like that. Mm. That might have carried you know in typical Marvel fashion. But uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's interesting it, it, since. I haven't yet, but ever since I saw I finished Moon Knight, and then you know we, we kind of we're kind of fresh off uh, Multiverse of Madness, I think I'm ready to just kind of like all right, let's just go back, let's watch Hawkeye, let's go see Eternals. And yeah, I just, you know it's you know like it's big scope, right? Because we've got a big thing, and it's we've got more stuff coming too. Um, yeah, I never saw that Black Widow movie. Um, and then Which we've I, got I like her. She's I think she's a great character in the Florence Pugh story. Well, uh, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson. You know, oh, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Black Widow character, you know, she's had her moment. She hasn't had a lot to work with. So hopefully, I would like to watch this one. There's something more for her there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay, well, let's let's stay on the MCU um, really quick. Because th- okay. there is, uh, there are, rather, two, like, MCU-related news tidbits. One is Thor 4 trailer came out. Yeah. Um, have you seen it? Came out, like, today I, or yesterday. No, I didn't watch it. Okay, well, fine. Um, people, I don't know. People are stoked. I'm actually kind of torn on the trailer. Not that I think anybody cares, but I think... I care. I, I'm curious. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Chris Hemsworth's out here saying, like, oh, this is, like, the best thing I've ever worked on. Um, hmm. Are you aware of who the villain is in this sh- uh, in this movie? Yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah, and you know who he plays or no? Uh, I think we had talked about this a few weeks ago. I don't know the name, but I know he's like uh, something the butcher. Yeah, okay. It's I think it's yeah. Gore or more Gore mm. something Boar or Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I I'm intrigued more than I am skeptical, if that makes sense. I just don't know. Like I remember the Ragnarok trailer, and that movie was very well represented by that trailer. Sure. This is a case where I'm kind of hoping it's not. Like, it just doesn't show you much. It doesn't seem as funny. Um, I know that a lot of diehard Marvel fans are, like, uh, comic Marvel fans, rather, are very hopeful because apparently the, the God Butcher has, like, a really beautifully sad story. And people are like, I wonder if they're going to tell that if it's Taika Waititi at the helm. Like, it's I'm just very... I'm ultra curious. It's like they finally got... Christian Bale, right? They finally got Oscar Isaac, like all these late holdouts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so what did you finally, you know, what did it cost? Or like, what kind of a role did they give you? Is it the role? Is it the money they threw at you? I'm just ultra curious. Hmm. But you haven't seen it yet, so. No, it's, it's just one of those ones where like, I find, 
it's only because I think Ragnarok kind of kicked a lot of this off because it just it just throws so much. And I think actually, uh, was it No Way Home? The the first first teaser we had like that was like four or five months before the movie came out. And it was just like why are we, why are we doing this? You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just so obvious where we're going with this stuff. I these movies are fun, and you know, I, I think it's just better to see. It's like a comedy. Like I, I would never, I don't watch comedy movie trailers. Because, you know, like, A, they throw away jokes, or A, you know, sometimes they don't use them. Like, they only use them for the trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think these movies, they're great. They're, there's always a crowd in these Marvel movies. So it's better to go enjoy the mo- the joke in the moment with everyone. That's a good point. Kind of have fun there. But, um, you know, when you're watching, like, a super serious A24 drama trailer, you're just like, ooh, I'm excited to be, like, gasped that they're in the theater. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, like, go on and blind with these Marvel movies. It's just... There's too frequent to have them all spoiled a little bit. Last thing on MCU. Did you see the news? Daredevil's coming back. Yeah, baby. Getting a Disney Plus show. Oh, is it Disney Plus? I mean, Um, yeah, the contract ended with Netflix, right? They own the IP. And they confirmed it's going to be a continuation, right? So, same actor... Well, yeah, um, I know I know he's back. Charlie Cox is back, which... Well, I mean, they put him in that movie, right? So. Goddamn. Fuck. But uh, I don't know if the whole cast is confirmed. I think it's just him so far. Maybe uh, Foggy, Foggy, and the other, and the girl. I don't know. Well, because there was something with uh, Deborah Ann Wool. I don't know if it was Daredevil and Marvel or Netflix related, but, like, she was, like, pretty vocal about, like, how she got, like, fired from shit and, like, purposely jobs were withheld from her. Wait, from, like, who does she play? Is she on she, Daredevil? Yeah, the love interest. The, the blonde girl. The, oh, like, yes. Lawyer. Or is she a lawyer? The childhood friend or, what, or whoever she is. That's uh, the one that Foggy's get hooks up with? Mm-hmm. Or are you talking about the redhead from True Blood? Oh, God. This is awful. The redhead from True Blood? No, no, no. From Daredevil. Um, yeah. I don't know the relation to, to What was her name? Daredevil, she is. The, the actress? I yeah. Deborah Deborah Ann Wool. But, um, I don't know, I just remember there being, like, a lot of chatter, and, like, she was, like, pretty vocal about, like, jobs where... She had, like, jobs nixed because of, like, stuff that might have happened from either Netflix or uh, something related to Daredevil. Okay, yeah, so, I was... But she was good in that. Like, the whole cast... She was, was good. Like, really, really good. She's a total so, redhead, by the way. I'm not out of my mind. In the show? Really? Well, now I don't know. It's, like, dirty blonde, but I just... There's all these pictures of her with red hair. Maybe it's oh, just from okay. True Blood. Anyway... But yeah, she was in True Blood for like uh, most of the show. Never watched it. Wow, she's thirty-seven. She looks fantastic. Hollywood, baby. Hollywood, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm thirty. Oh. I look forty-nine. I'm yeah. kidding. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So what? She had a bad experience, is what you're saying? You, you don't yeah, think she's but, coming? Like, I'm wondering, but that's what I'm wondering. Like, if the full cast is going to make it back, because like I think she was great in that. But I've always like I've, she I haven't was. seen her in anything since daredevil and i Good just point. remember all those articles that came out about her saying like you know she's blacklisted or whatever um she's this actually is... really huge in the dungeons and dragons community like she's, really yeah she is i think well she's like an avid D player didn't see that and coming. she's hooked up with um like wizards of the coast like she does like a lot of uh charity events and like live live D play on like uh, mm. over streams and all that like i know like she's she's around still like i know her from that but like i've never seen her in anything but uh she's uh Fuck, I wonder if she's in the Dungeons and Dragons. You know who apparently, this is semi-adjacent, you know who apparently was so miserable to work with that, like, her career is just not doing very hot right now? And she was on, I think, all seven seasons, yeah, all seven seasons of Mad Men. Uh, January Jones. 
She was in that, uh, was she in First Class, X-Men? She played the telepath that could turn into a diamond lady. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I had no idea. Oh, like, um, Betty Draper. Yeah, Betty Draper. Apparently, she was just, just a difficult, <laughs> difficult person to work with. I'm sure there's a lot of I mean, that. I saw I this like, on... I feel like I every week, every week you see someone else comes out as being a piece yeah. of work to, you know. Shocking. But, uh, shocking. Hollywood. Okay. All right. We've, we've derailed a lot. And that's fine, because it's our show. What are you going to do about it? Dave, it's summertime. The sun is still out. I'll derail as much as I want. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I wanna... <laughs> I'm going to let you pick a topic for the first time in 34 minutes. Dave, okay. I want... Leanne and I watched a movie this weekend, which I did not know existed. It's mm. a brand new movie. It came out this weekend. I didn't know... Schindler's I didn't List? I hear about the announcement. Schindler's List. I've seen that. That's on my list. Um, that's, that's on my list. Um, no. There's a new Chippendale movie. Rescue Rangers. Now, first question. remember that cartoon growing up? What is Chippendale? Okay, so Chippendale was those two chipmunks. It was like a Disney afternoon cartoon show. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like, it was like in relation to like Darkwing Duck and um, uh, DuckTales. Like it's all kind of like. What are their names? Chippendale. Chippendale. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, so. What's the movie called? There's like this TV. Chip and Dale Rusty Ranger. So it's like okay. a sequel. It's Dave. This movie is so fucking weird. Um, have you seen uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Man. I'm sorry. Well, you're missing out. That's that is that's iconic. That's a classic. <laughs> my, that's I don't know. Growing up, it was one of my one of my favorite movies. That was like a way you know visiting with my aunt and like pick I'm, any movie you want to watch. I'm watch 0 for three. I'm 0 for three on your references so far. This is not going anyways, well. Anyways, anyways, but so this whole it's so funny because like you know Marvel's so like. You know, the, the multiverse is kind of kicking in. There's just all these, like, IPs being, like, kind of smashed together. This whole movie... So again, the Chipmunks are now voiced by John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Which oh, okay. Which no no idea that again, this movie existed at all. It was just like, here, Disney Plus, it's on. Like, wow, okay, we grew up with that. We loved it. Let's watch it. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, like, set up in the universe that all, like, animated characters are just actors as well like they get roles like in shows and stuff like that so like they're kind of like you know living there's like a uh, like a split up between the two they were like a duo like a comedy duo and like you know one retires and like and- the Andy Samberg one goes on to have like a shitty career in Hollywood kind of thing but like it was weird because like they had um, it wasn't just Disney properties of like characters you'd see in the movie like they had fucking like the original the, the best joke in the movie. It's in all the trailers. It's all over the internet. It's a miler spoiler. Mm-hmm. But uh, the original Sonic, like the ugly Sonic. Oh, that's what I was seeing on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's, again, it's perfectly voiced by Tim Robinson from, uh, I think you should leave, Tim Robinson. That's but, hilarious. Um, but it's like, you know, it's, you know, uh, no Mickey Mouse, but like just, Dave, I, I don't want to get into it because obviously I haven't seen it, but it is such a fucking strange hour and a half movie it works like it's funny like Leanne and I were just you don't even have to have watched the show they do a perfect good job up top of like what Chippendale Rescue Rangers were back in the 90s and like all the merchandise and how big the show was and like they even make a joke about how like they're gonna do like a spin-off show and it didn't work it got canceled right away mm. it's, it's just fun they there's like this whole thing about um but so the other thing nice cool thing too is um, similar to Spy- uh, Into the Spider-Verse in a lot of ways mm-hmm. is they sh- have a lot of homage to different styles of animation and characters like you can see Ash Ketchum from Pokemon is in the movie at one <laughs> point um, you know like uh, you know Roger Rabbit himself is in the movie as well God, too they own everything 
Absolutely, but it's it's just all these studios all just sharing their pro- like IP because it's just like a movie about animation in the world, kind of like the world hmm. of animation. And, it, and Disney doesn't own all of it. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. It's like there's probably like you know uh, maybe sixty percent Disney property, and then sure. the rest is just kind of split up into random studios and random characters. That's like, pretty cool. You know, they they, they made a reference to um, a few years ago. There was a movie with John Cena voiced a bull. And everyone kind of goofed on him for it, and everyone goofed on the movie. And like he, that character is just like in the movie as like an insurance salesman. <laughs> He's like in the office. It's Dave. It's a very surreal movie. It's it, it's like a it's like a spiritual successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, who did this back in the eighties. Okay, you know, it's so it's like li- it's all live. It's live action mixed in with you know animation, different style. Like there's like CG characters and you know two D like hand drawn and old like mm-hmm. you know very old school styles. It's a fun movie. Like, we had an absolute blast. Um, it's just silly and, like, good jokes. And they fucking... They go out there. They're, you know, it's so funny because... It's kind of, like, a weird tangent to take. But, like, Disney's been in the media a lot lately now. Kind of taking a stance on certain subject matter for China. Right? And China's like, right. No. They refuse to pull their movie. Or ch- give them an edited version. Which they've usually done in the past. Right? Yes. And, like... There's no way this is going to be playing in China because, like, they take some swings, like, right across the board. Like, really? There's, like, a, yeah, there's a couple of good stretches of, of jokes and bits of just kind of, like, you know, throwing middle fingers. Like, not, like, obvious middle fingers, but, like, it's it's pretty PG. But it's... We were watching it, and Leanna was like, Kryn would not enjoy this. Like, this is not made for her. This is made for, like, 30-year-olds who grew right. up in the show. And it's, it's tame, but, like, it's... It tiptoes a little bit around. Like, it's... Like, Roger Rabbit back in the day was, like, not a kid's movie. That was, like, for adults who liked animation. You know, it's... it's Okay. Anyways, it's um, it's a lot of fun. Um, you've done a good you've done a good sales job on it. I think I might actually check this out. It, yeah, it was... Like, it was just one of those things, like, you... How often nowadays, because everything is marketed to, like, God's end, you know? And we, I, we throw on Disney Plus, like, Saturday morning. And that and shit never a, happens anymore, eh? It's just a big old banner, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, let's go. Like it just that was just it. That was the movie we watched. But uh yeah, it was it was really, really fun. It was a good great Saturday morning, like waking up, just you know, having some coffee, having some laughs. It's uh it was fun. Chippendale, Rusty Rangers. Yeah. And what okay. they do with like scale too, because like obviously like animation characters are smaller, like they have like clearly like apartments made for like small animation characters. Like it's it's fucking strange. It's, That's it's funny. Really, really, really cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. You, you said you watch it on Disney Plus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll take a little uh, little look-see. There you go. You know, I should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about, like, light and fluffy. We actually took one of your recommendations. See, that's a segue. You just recommended something. I'm a follow-up with a different recommendation you gave us. Okay. Um, I, I don't remember this, but Sam swears that you recommended this. And I also, I have to believe her, because where else would she have sure. found this? We watched the pilot of Psyche K... Goddamn right, that was for me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, you know, almost Spy Family esque. Um, yeah. Kaguya-sama, lots of similar yes. vibes to that. Yeah, yes, definitely. Um, absurd. Absurd. I. That's my one note I have in my uh, notes here is absurd fun. Like, yeah. I still grant. Like, I still really maintain shows in this vein. Um, you know, I've seen two or three of Kaguya-sama now. I've seen Psyche K. Spy Family, I don't think qualifies, but they're in this realm of absurdity and comedy, right? Anya, Anya brings it there, I find. Yes, she, yeah. but it's uh, the whole show isn't that, right? Nope. It's just like they pick their moments. Psyche K seems like it's 
based on absurdity. Yes. But I'm telling you, dude, JoJo. Like, yeah, you I guys know. have got to give it. Like, I don't know if you do it. I still don't understand what the fuck I'm watching when I think about that show. Like, and when I when I play it. But anyway, I'm not here to talk about JoJo. But you really do have to get around to checking that out so that yeah, absolutely. I have a sounding board. Um, But Psyche K, uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Enjoyable. Quick watch. Yes. Um, And, like, reliably made me laugh. It's, it's, I think we saw, we kind of stopped watching it because, you know, so much stuff Too that much. we were looking forward to came on. But I think we got about like seven or eight episodes into the first season. And uh, it's, each episode just, like, it kind of just, you know, incrementally brings up the bar just a little bit of like how out there they could take some of these jokes. Like, did you, did, it, sorry, you only watched the first episode? Yeah. Have you met like the athletic friend, the guy with the red hair? Oh God, you know, my, I didn't take many notes for this one. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. There's like they do recurring gags, which you don't always see in like in these kind of com- anime comedy shows. Very yeah, because it's like, more like episode to episode is its own bit, right? It, yeah, it has its own bit. That character does that, you know, a thing that not a specific thing that they usually do, but like they find way. This one character, like they just surprise, like in surprising ways, like bring that bit back, and just it always catches you off guard, and it just always fucking makes me laugh. But it's it's uh, no Psyche K is a lot of fun. It's. Uh, True say. Oh, no. I'm probably going to watch one tonight, actually. Atta boy. Yeah. Um, what else you got on your list? Friendo. Have you watched any of Love, Death, and Robots? No. The new, uh, no. Oh, my God. How have I not? Um, <laughs> dude. We'll leave that for next week. We'll leave yes. That for next week. Oh, really? Okay. Thank you. You're doing me a solid with that. I just want to say I'm... They're pretty short so far. I think it's only nine episodes. I've watched uh, four of them so far. Um... Actually, like in fifteen minutes, I watched two of them before we started recording tonight. Oh wow! So, um, yeah, so it's 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 it, you know, it's like the previous seasons, like they're they're bite sized mm-hmm. up to like you know twenty minute pieces. Um, but like we'll talk about it next week. It's great so far, loving it. Uh, but um, right. what I'll talk about instead, uh, I finished ranking of kings. You son of a bitch! Um, Where are you at with that, dude? I'm so far behind. Um, I Damn. even I even watched two episodes this week to catch up to get, to bring me to a grand total of episode five. Damn. Okay. <laughs> how how okay, long so is it? Here's uh 23 episodes. Yeah, I got a little ways to go. It's cause it's Neon Genesis, man. Yeah. No. 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 I'm. You can't. You can't fuck with the greats like that. You know. Like you gotta. You gotta take your time with that. But I, I will just say, you and I have been. Talking a big talk about Wit Studio again. This is another very Wit Studio heavy episode for us. We've seen we have seen the showcases. We've seen what they can do, and there was a moment in towards the end, like clearly, like the arc is wrapping up. They did some stuff with some animation that I think is in the top three they've ever done. It Dude. blew me the fuck away, and I was like, this show, this show is doing this right now, you know, because like the the show is very you know strong as, words. And like five episodes, five episodes in, you understand like what you're getting with the animation. Like it's clearly it is what it is. Yes, and it has moments where you know it, it can dial up, but it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't bleed out into something different. Yeah, they never have. I mean, five episodes, they haven't gone crazy. No, but I just want to say like they. It just it kind of floored me. I was like, wow, they fucking swung. They swung so hard, like the bat spun them around. Like it was. It was just really cool to see. It was unexpected, and it's just it's just a reminder of like even a, a quiet show like this that has action moments and. You know, it does have great animation and very good storytelling. Um, they can fit in just like a balls to the walls, like Sakuga. Like, let's just take five minutes and run with it. You know, and it's just really it's just yeah. In, in, in a studio that I love and the show that I've I've been loving, um, 
I can imagine, like, I can imagine when this was week to week, when this episode came out, people were just fucking hmm. punching the air. Which episode was it? I believe it was 21. So it was close, close to the end. Yeah, very close. 20 or 21, but so wait, I think the last five and episodes are awesome. And you're done, done, right? Done, done, yeah. Do you want to speak about the series as a whole, or do you want to wait for a discussion, or do you want to give, like, well, maybe just your quick thoughts on some, how you feel? I'll give some, I'll give some quick thoughts, because I think... You have a lot to watch. And yeah, it's going to be a while before I'm done. I think, you know, patience is a virtue, and I think the show just does it with grace, you know. Um, even though the show moves so fast, like, um, you know, it's... I don't know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's weird, because, like, the show, it, it moves very fast, and the story doesn't seem convoluted until it gets there, and then you actually, it gets to a point, which I think you're very close to, where you really have to start thinking about, like, oh, okay, there's a bit of a mystery here, and, you know, how, how does this all piece to the lore that they've presented with us? Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting, because by the time you get to the end of the show, it's just tee up for, oh, man, like, this could be a huge universe. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's lots of room... It's very rare in, like, the finale of a show. In anime, I find, where they, they absolutely, like, they're handing the baton off for, all right, next villain, next arc, it's coming. You know, when it comes, who knows? And also, like, you know, it, it could just never come. You know, and who yeah. knows if Wit Studio would do it again or if it would be, you know, someone else. Because this is an original. It is adapted. Um, so, I don't know. It's it just beautiful. It's hard to really get into because there is such nice, beautiful moments. It's a very gentle show. It's a lot of, you know, we had talked about that before, like the, just the respect of like, you know, the sign language and, you know. Gentle feels like the right word. It's, but it's, it gets to a point where it's not just, it's not afraid to show the ugliness of the world. And there's a lot of it. And then as you progress, it just gets more uglier and uglier and uglier. So it's, I don't know, man. I, I just think it's a beautiful story. I think it's beautifully written characters. It's not, nothing is too overthought, you know, it's just very... They're not placeholder characters, but, like, they're not too convoluted that they're, like, you know, it's... I don't know. They do some really fun stuff, and I think it's from last year. It's an absolute knockout. Like, if I had watched this last year, it probably would have been, like, my number one or number two show. Damn. Yeah. I I think it's really, really good. I do think the usage of healing magic is a little fucking ridiculous in the show. Oh, they do do that, eh? I think there's some... Hopefully that wasn't a spoiler to you. I apologize. No, But it just... I feel like there is some moment... I think my big gripe with the show probably the only one but the major one is a lot of the some stakes are kind of pulled away almost immediately from like a big moment and within the same episode not necessarily like an episode later or two it's like but with the flaw that big could it really be competing for a number one or number two spot but it's like it's it's so softball but it's like Mm. man if you're gonna if you're gonna set the tone of like you know these things matter and death does matter it's it, at, at one point i was like what is this dragon ball z like what does it even fucking matter <laughs> like mm-hmm. but uh, no I, I think it's a really good show and i'm really really looking forward to when you eventually do i finished it and i was like i need to get the manga and again it's a night like i can't find it anywhere so that's eating me alive because mm-hmm. i have a feeling we're not going to see a sequel to this probably for years so yeah uh, just to confirm you may have mentioned this already but just to confirm th- does this reach the ending of the manga or do you know if the manga has like tons and tons of seasons worth more worth worth of material or i think so or I unclear i am unclear like from what i could find online like from what i found of like out of stock out of stock kind of thing i could only find three volumes um i didn't deep dive too much more um you know but uh, i i think i think everything might have been adapted up to this point 
So right. Okay. Yeah. God. Without looking at Vivian, I think would be the one to chime in. I'm sure we'll get a message uh, yeah. uh, at some point this week with that. Because I know she loved drinking at Kings, and I, yeah. I the show is just uh, it's it's awesome. It's but, so beautiful. Again, gentle. I think that's the word. I, I think that's like the message of the day. I want to stick with It's just such a gentle show, and uh, just you know the look, man. Like there's not many shows that just look like this. And kudos to the original artists of the manga because obviously it's, it's adapted, right? So yeah. But um, they um, they do some really cool things with this. True say. Well put, my friend. I'm looking forward to getting into that. I really got to wrap up Neon Genesis. Maybe I'll, I'll just take the wheel real quick and talk about where I'm at. Sure. Um, I watched episode 22 last night. So very possible I finish it this week. Um, if not, probably within the next week. Um, I, like this is really climbing the ranks of a lot of the anime that I've watched. Sure. It's very much up my alley. Um, I was really curious on when and how this whole thing was going to take shape. I mean, you hear about how this anime explores a lot of mental health mm. type um, themes and like... It, this was made a very long time ago. <laughs> like, yeah. like, this is remarkably ahead of its time. Um, I probably watched the two darkest episodes so far, episodes 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. 21 is... I'm not going to break down the whole thing, but it's more or less the backstory. I mean, the supposed backstory of uh, Shinji's father, Gendo. Mm-hmm. Where he comes from, how he met Shinji's mother. He kind of he ends up taking her name... Um, we learn a little bit more about the second impact. The way this show drip feeds you information and lore is so like expertly woven into the plot. Like you don't mm. feel like they're trying to teach you stuff. Sure. But you don't, and, and sometimes you don't know if they're trying to misdirect you. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of uncertainty. That's why like it became so important to take notes. <laughs> this yeah. it takes me like thirty minutes to watch a twenty-three minute episode, but. I don't know, man. I fucking love this show. Like, it's so good. I knew you would like. I'll say this every time we talk about it. I, I, when I was watching it the first time, I took the plunge. I was like, "Holy fuck! Like, where's Dave? Like, you know, like, where's come in the room? Come watch this. You know, it's it's so it's, dark. Uh, yeah, I, it's so I'm troubling. It is very troubling. <laughs> I ju- episode twenty two is like you know. I think last week I was talking to you. I don't know if it was episode twenty or nineteen, but Shinji's consciousness. And his body, for that matter, was sort of stuck in an Ava for a month. Yeah. And we get an artsy episode on, like, his fever dreams and his consciousness and exploring his subconscious. And, like, that gives them an excuse to do some incredible animation, but also it gives uh, the audience a look into, like, the roots of a lot of Shinji's trauma Mm. um, and how it manifests itself. And we do the same thing with Asuka, in episode 22 mm. and it's so disturbing and so sad yeah. and so heartbreaking um i don't know like a part of me wonders like there's just so much there's just so much content and there's so many themes like is this show about mental health is it about is it about puberty is it about depression or all those things like there's just so many layers and on top of like a genuinely fun conspiracy plot story <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. It, there's just not always that much going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The only stuff I can really compare it to is the incredibly heavy hitters that I've seen recently, right? I, I think 
that Attack on Titan has a good way of taking really heavy themes and stacking them and Sunny putting them Boy in characters. Sunny Boy or Neon Genesis vibes as well. Sunny Boy, I mean, Sunny Boy was my favorite. That was my number one last year. It might be my number one of all time. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's very similar to this. It's just much more condensed, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah um, and also less like, you know, not to speak ill of Neon. It's like, it's less loopy. You know, yeah. Like a, little, a little less unhinged. Which is as, crazy because yeah. it's unhinged and loopy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Um, I, you know, it's like um, I wish I had known when I watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I wish all those years ago. Um, I wish I had known the impact that it would have on me because it really is what sort of started the whole anime journey. I know that's mm. the, that's the same for actually a lot of people for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and I would have taken in the experience of like I'm watching a classic much mm. more because I was just so glued to the TV. I was just speed. I speed ran that shit because I loved it so much. Yeah. With Ava, I'm definitely. I know that I'm watching something. You only get to experience like. For the first time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, uh, if you you know love classic books or if you have a thing that you watch that is like near and dear to your heart that you watch every year or something like that, this might be yeah. one of those. And, you know, it's really exciting when someone gets to experience it for the first time. And I know I'm kind of going through that with Neon Genesis. I'm so curious to see how shit blows up. I know it does. Mm. Um, I hope it doesn't sully the journey because... You know, a lot of people do feel that way, unfortunately. That is, like, yeah, I know the that. known risk. It's a known risk going into this series, right? Yeah, like, we all know the end result is kind of. It does say much more though. No, 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 no. But like that's that's kind of just like I think that's you know people know it as a this legendary status show, and they also know the ending is kind of just like what happened there, you know. And then you know there's also like the baggage of oh like the movies like you know that is kind of like the proper send off, which because that's the thing too. Like you have these two episodes, but like you have the movie that immediately follows all this right like it's the true cap off yeah the original run so it's for the series um, review maybe i i guess we'll see how the episodes f- sit for me yeah and then maybe like maybe we don't do a series review until after i've watched the movies i i don't know but we'll figure it i out. will i will be i can tell you this for sure i will be watching at least the last five episodes and the movie prior to us doing the uh, really yeah maybe we should do like a standalone that's my favorite so Episode 13 is your favorite? Yeah, just the one where they're trapped. Like, the bottle-ups are where they're trapped in Nerf, and uh, the angel's kind of, like, uh, the, over the, the computer. The hacking like angel? Yeah, the hacking angel. That's, I think that's your favorite. favorite. Interesting. I think when it was still, like, the Monster of the Week section of the sure, show. Sure, I think that was... I think it, we had talked about it at the time. Like, it reminded me so much of Jurassic Park. Like, just, like, oh, this techno I see that. thriller. Yeah. Where, like, everyone would be kind of trapped and, like, out of their element, and, like, they're... You know, no. They have defense, mm-hmm. but they don't. It's, I, You're I, not I, wrong about that. reason... For whatever reason, that episode stuck out to me. And I mean, it's always one I refer, I, th- I think back to. Dude, this one, this angel, this week, fucking, it launched a psychological attack on Asuka's yeah. mind. Like, yeah. What the fuck? They're adapting. Yeah, no shit. It's like the Borg. Anyway, it's, uh, it's just so fucking weird. So, um, I, I love it, man. It's, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's certainly possible that I may not have watched this without this podcast, without you pushing it. Like, uh, mm. you know, I always knew it was out there but i don't know if i ever would have taken the leap so to speak but i'm i'm really enjoying the journey okay maybe for episode 50 we do a big bad neon genesis pod oh yeah that'd be fun dude yeah. or um yeah i don't know what we do but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it yeah. um over to you but 
assuming what you talk about is vampire in the garden <laughs> yeah <laughs> did i get it right got. yeah that's all i got left. <laughs> oh there you go there you go uh, uh how, Dave, how far are you i'm only two episodes in oh great me too the, the second one um i do think i need to like reassess i think i need to go back um because <clears throat> we were we were sick over the past weekend Mm. Um, so I feel like I watched the second episode in kind of a haze mm. and it just, it kind of fell really flat for me, but mm-hmm. like I was, you know, in thinking back of like the scenes of like that, there's no reason that should have fell flat for me. Like mm-hmm. it all worked. So I don't want to get too into it cause I do need to rewatch that episode, but, um, I think it kind of hit some similar, I, I, I think being sick aside, I do think it's a less strong episode than the pilot because mm-hmm. uh, the pilot definitely set up some really cool things and a lot of things to be excited about. Um, and it just kind of felt like there was like a weird transition from one to two and it kind of just felt like we were in the home. I feel like, you know, the journey to get there and I don't know, like I said, I don't have a whole lot to talk about. I think it was a good episode. It's beautiful again. I do think it's cool how they set up the... Because uh, this character is like the queen, but she's like not running the show like the elders yeah. are. Yeah. I think that has a lot of space to be very interesting and like also like the blood crazed brother kind of thing going mm-hmm. on i think that's that, that's interesting too and he has just a, a dog for some reason which i don't understand but yeah do like what the the pug what, what the fuck was that about <laughs> um so i'll i will say uh the first half felt rough to me i okay. of this episode uh like i i just remember being 10 minutes in being like this is not what I signed up for. Um, mm. And it's not like, God forbid, you try and like change tone and the audience turns <laughs> on you. It's like, you're allowed to yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. I think yeah. they were trying, reaching, or whatever you want to call it. They, they were trying to form a bond, obviously, between these two protagonists, Fine and Momo. And just the way they did it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it, you know, and I'm not trying to be basic about it, but I love the second half. The action hits, and I was like, no, this is what I fucking. <laughs> here we go. Um, so maybe I am. Yeah. Maybe I am basic. Maybe you just need a couple explosions, and you make me happy. I don't know. There, there's also, dude, like, and you know, it's like what we would talk about uh, about AOT S4P1. See, see mm-hmm. what I did there. Fans mm-hmm. of the podcast. If you're a if you're a uh, casual listener, that's Attack on Titan Season 4, Part 1. We were not super kind on some of the CG. But yeah. what I was going to say was that when everything is good and then you put a bad thing in the middle out of it, in the middle of it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. There's a shot here. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to talk about? <laughs> you go, I'm sorry. I'm probably, I think I know what you're talking There's about. There's a fucking shot here of a car mm. driving on snow. And it's a CG car, but the snow is not. And it's mm-hmm. like, it just, it looks like there's no physics. It looks like a PlayStation 2 game. Where it's like, the, there's Pickup no tread. It made its return from episode one. It I did. I cannot believe it came back. I was like, and it looks just as bad. Did as they not listen to the podcast? <laughs> did they not? Drop hundreds of thousands of dollars to re-edit that out. Yeah, I don't know what, uh, but yeah, that was yeah. atrocious. Um, also, that's, I just yeah. like, there's nothing better to... Like, for me, like, you know, like, you know, you're in the dark room, you're watching the show, and, you know, you have quiet Leanna beside you, and then just as, like, they're rolling down the hill, you just hear out of the darkness, like, on the other side of the couch, they'd be dead. (laughs) 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 It's like, I understand, obviously the vampire character would live, but it just, it was so comically, like, oh my god, the, 
the Momo should have fucking been toast. There oh yeah, that. On the, yeah. On that There's two. The yeah, these fucking yeah. car scenes. They gotta stay away from cars. Yeah, I, if that truck is in episode three for like longer than thirty seconds, I'm gonna be pretty displeased. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, also, it was interesting too. I thought the one thing that stuck out to me that I, I thought was was cool, like they introduced this uncle character. And he's like, oh, I'm like I'm your uncle, and Momo's like, I don't fucking know you, and like, att- and like attacks him and like openly tries to get away, and uh, and just like his throwdown with Fime, it was 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 pretty cool. I the, think, uh, it's like, but, what are those two scenes doing in the same anime? That was great, that yeah. little fight scene, and then the stuff in the mansion, you know, like you wouldn't believe that that car scene is from the same episode. I also just yeah the 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 comparison of like the feast the meal before like Momo kind of like throws some shit around oh yeah yeah know, yeah it's just like a beautiful spread of like gold yeah. and copper and and you know warm fire tones and and you know and then you know like brown green gray like CG pickup truck it's just like oh my god like it's yeah it's yeah just like a giant just like a giant turd in a snow oh, weird yeah. um I want to mention great, though. Great. Yeah, man, I'm I'm digging it. it. Like it's don't get us wrong. Like the the truck, notwithstanding, it's it's fun. A little torn on the second episode, but you know, only three more to go, so we'll see. Um, I, I do want to ask you real quick: Are you gonna watch this Obi Wan show coming out? Fuck yeah, dude! Sorry, dude. Come on. Maybe yeah. um, you know, we should talk off mic about this, but I, I'll probably right. I'll probably watch it week to week. I think the only question is, do we? Do we uh, try and stay up to date um, and watch it and cover it week to week on the post show, or does this merit its own thing? Um, I don't know. This will be this will be a conversation for Saturday morning after that first pilot. And I think they're dropping two the episodes, pilot. eh? Oh, are they really? Yeah. Mm, how long is this going to be? I have no. I, I have a feeling like six, mm-hmm. eight. Who knows? I think you know. But you, you raise a good point. Let's watch the watch the first and see how it goes. I, I've actually. The algorithm has been showing me, like, they're really mm-hmm. pumping the episodes, uh, the episodes, they're really pumping interviews with Ewan, Ma- Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, because they re- reunited, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot Hayden Christensen, like, it It really is nostalgic seeing those two together. Um, Truly, yeah. I am so, I really, really want this to work. Like, I, I, I want it to... You know? I'm very nervous after Boba Fett, though. If I'm being completely honest, like nah. I know it's not. I know it's not even the same because, and I'm not trying to talk shit on Robert Rodriguez, but nah. like, there was like, say what you want about the book of Boba Fett, but it was very in tone with what Robert Rodriguez has done in the past. Like it's, it's yeah. kind of silly and goofy, and some of the action is great, but like, just the like the the, the back and forth. And I don't know who is making Obi Wan, but I know it's not Robert Rodriguez. Nor so. do I. I think it might be some good separation of like one from the other because like Boba Fett, you know, we had talked. I think we've t- we t- we didn't talk about ad nauseum, but we we had a couple of good chats about like, um, you know, like the best episodes were not Boba Fett related. It was it was just Mandalorian season two point five two point five. You know, it's, yeah. it, which was asinine to me. It's like why? Anyways, it's neither here nor there. Um, I almost wonder if they they stuck those in because they knew what they had right uh, who knows who you knows? never know with these studios hedging their bets um but but here you know and, and i don't want to get on a negative uh mm. tangent but but what i will say and i can't be alone in this and whether people want to call it like elitist or uh, pretentious or whatever but like after seeing the shit show what of planning or lack thereof that they did with the sequel trilogy 
Mm. You have to hope they learn their lesson. I mean, they were hugely and immensely profitable, but like critically acclaimed, they were not. Mm. And, you know, you look at things like The Mandalorian that has had a very clear direction and you've seen the audience respond to some things and then not to others. You've been at this long enough that you would hope it's like, okay, let's not freeball this. Let's, mm. you're taking a very dear character to a very large audience and a very one of your biggest franchises maybe don't just like see how the cards land play it plan this one out a little bit i am i am looking forward to because you know the, the shitty thing about this is like i'm i think me and you know i know liana and a lot of the fan base is just fucking tired of tattooing you mm. know like it's it, it, it's it's overstayed it's welcome in, in, a, in a lot of aspects mm-hmm. um and the I think the and I think this is known. I don't think I think they've been very public about this. The irony is this is going to be like away from Tatooine more than like other shows, even though like the whole Obi Wan and it's know, supposed Luke, to be yeah. It's all situated in Tatooine, so I, I'm look I'm I just hope we have some nice time away, don't see some other stuff up. in the galaxy. It's just you know, and I think you and McGregor like there's very few actors that have been in IP such as this who are just so vocal and like in love with the role regardless of the hate or the love they like they love the character you know you can you can kind of see that sometimes his performance yeah. aged so well dude yes absolutely and you know like as like a clone wars fan there's a lot they've built from those original prequels and built into this that i think they can interject into the character that like people just might not be familiar with sure and you know whether you pick him on or not i, I think that's what i'm excited for like you know seeing the shit he dealt with during the Clone Wars and all that, and like just kind of, I'm ready to see like an older kind of not jaded Obi Wan, but like a little grizzly. He's awesome shit. Yeah. He's awesome shit. Yeah. You know, and he's having to, he's having to deal with it. They, but, uh, and all these behind the scenes featurettes, they really one thing that I think they did do well, and Ewan did well, and Lucas did well, is they really wanted to try and illustrate an arc for Obi Wan that starts with young. Ewan McGregor in episode Mm. one, and they want to slowly transform him into Alec Guinness in episode four, right? Mm. And you see Obi-Wan change throughout those three three movies, and I think they gave him a pretty good arc, actually. And I think Ewan McGregor really did well the whole way through. And I heard him say in an interview, like, this is kind of it. This is the last piece that will bridge our two performances, Mm. and I want to do it right. You know what I mean? I want you to see this and then see Alec Guinness in episode four and understand how we got from three to four. You know what I mean? Like he wants to bridge the gap Mm. and that's such a specific endeavor. You know what I mean? Um, And it's not just, he got old, you know what I mean? Like you want him to have, he's obviously experienced a lot of shit and you know, like I don't want a a trilogy of Obi-Wan movies. You know what I mean? I want like something good. Finite. Yeah, let's yeah. let's do quality and let's let's see how they cap off this character for one of the most iconic characters in the film's franchise, right? Like, God. don't fuck it up. God. Okay, final words. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Um, is that about it? What are you? Are you good? Yeah. No, I'm. I am good. Okay. Moist. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you're not already, follow the podcast on Instagram at Part Time Otaku Podcast. Um, we do this every week. We drop post-show episodes every Wednesday. We've covered, we've covered, uh, other anime shows like Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, 
and Demon Slayer week to week. We're probably going to do that again with a show that is to be determined. Who knows? Maybe it'll be Obi-Wan. If not, though, um, we will be talking Obi-Wan uh, on the podcast on this show. So either way, just check the feed uh, and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you find your podcasts, and you'll find it. Thank you again for listening, and have a good one. Bye, guys. Cheers.